This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, July 10th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dwoskin. Matt, how you doing? I'm doing well, Dylan. Yeah? Yeah. Usually it's hanging in there. We're well? We're good? Um, yeah, no, I, I, I might, you know, I did the yoga class tonight and I've got a, a two, a, a, I'm, I'm one day away from a proper winning streak in DFS. Awesome. Very good. No, um, I, I had, I had like a, a week long dry spell where it seemed like everything was going wrong and now I've got, you know, I've, I've, I've been doing a lot, you know, these last two days, it's been going a lot better for me. So. Who's the secret to your success on Thursday? Uh, it's been Zach Grinke and David Price. That's, Yeah. That Granky had a pretty all right night, I would say. Yeah. yeah. That was one of those, uh, Brad and I talked about it, where like, it's too obvious, but how do you not go with it? You know, he had been incredible, and he, yeah. Anyway, good pick. No, where to go the, there? The only, the only thing that kept it from, from being a fantastic night instead of just a good night was that I, I, I went with Andre Athier instead of Yasiel Puig. Yeah. Which was yeah. also not a bad pick, but. Ethier was a little easier to afford in my budget, but sure. at, at one point, at one point, I did have Puig in his spot, and I'm just like, eh, I, yeah. I'd rather spend the money on on, on price. Yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, we're gonna look at DFS picks for Friday the 10th, and then we'll peek at the weekend a little bit. Um, and then uh, we got Field of Streams picks also to catch yes. up on. Great. Um, let's start at catcher as we always do, okay. as we pretty well always will. Matt, what are you thinking of catcher for Friday? I honestly, I struggled to find any obvious names. Yeah. I really did. Yeah, um, it's. I think this is a great day to go under, un, kind of under the radar. Yes. Um, I I took a long look at, at Brian McCann as the one obvious name I kind of liked, and mm-hmm. it's not the best matchup for him. It really it's, isn't. You know, he great. gets he gets he gets Clay Buckholtz, but you know, Buckholtz he's got, doesn't he have that weird reverse platoon split thing. I can never figure him out. I feel like Buckholtz is like five different pitchers, and you don't know which one's going to show up. I feel like yeah, he's had he's he's in his age age thirty season age thirty season. He's striking up more batters than he ever has before in his life. He can do a lot of different things. I don't know. He yeah. Really, so yeah, as he at times had reverse blitz, sure, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, but McCann's a good hitter and he likes to hit righties, so it's okay. Um, do you like Matt Weeters gets uh, Chris Tillman or no 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 he Joe doesn't Gonzalez. yes uh, the opposite of that. I looked at the right I game. Don't, um, I don't, hold I don't on, let me re say that real quick. All right, go ahead. Do you like uh, Matt Wieters gets Gio Gonzalez? He likes to hit lefties, and Gio has been not that dominant. No, not really. I'd, I'd, I'd rather go somewhere where I feel I have a better advantage, honestly. Yeah. How about uh, Derek Norris gets Wandy Rodriguez? That Norris I likes do, to hit lefties. That I do like. That, yeah. that would freak me. Yeah, um, that would be all right. Uh, Russell Martin gets Danny Duffy, part of the obvious Blue Jay stack, but obvious for a reason, because they're good. If you can afford Russell Martin, there's no problem with that. Um, Yasmani Grandal gets Jimmy Nelson. Jimmy Nelson is competent. He's not, you know, a guy you want to beat up and, and go after, but Grandal could do fine. I think the Dodgers can score runs on Nelson, don't you? Yeah, I, I would I would hope so. Yeah, and then um, last name I have, Alex Avila gets Irvin Santana, which isn't a great matchup either. Irvin Santana is fine. He looked good in his last, or in his, you know, his return, and I don't know. Avila I just like is the left-handed bat in that Tigers lineup, but I don't know. That's not that inspiring. I think you'll agree. Fair enough. Um, the, the, the two the two under the radar plays that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, one is that it, it it depends how you define under the radar. Sure. Uh, I kind of I, I kind of like the the Cincinnati catchers against David Phelps. Okay. Sure. Starting with Brian Pena. Brian Pena and Tucker Barnhart. Yeah. 
I can see that. And, I, yeah, Phelps is nothing scary. And they both kind of hit righties, and I believe... I, I, Barnhart's a switch hitter. I don't know about Pena. Is he righty, or is he uh, switch? I believe a, a righty, yeah. No, no, he's a switch. Oh, is he? Yeah, so they're both switch hitter options, so they, they both kind of have the advantage. I, I like Barnhart a bit better than... Uh, Opinion in that circumstance, but um, yeah. if you're uh, the same catcher, I, I really like Tucker Barnhart against David Phelps. I think it's a good matchup for him. I'm completely willing to go on the record as to my ignorance of Brian Pena, of not being a Brian Pena expert, it turns out. You've called me out, and I'm going to wear it, but I was not aware he's a switch hitter. But, uh, but I, I, I'm, I think I'm a fan of his, and I don't, I don't, I think I, at one time I did know that, I don't, I don't remember, I had to look. Yeah, I think, who did we, re- uh, compare him to earlier this year? I want to say Rene Rivera, or like, he's 33, and all of a sudden he's coming out with a nice season out of nowhere, and you're like, what the heck? Uh, I mean, it's all empty batting average. He's hitting 291 as of Wednesday, through Wednesday. Uh, no home runs, 11 RBIs, like, it's pretty. It's- he gets on base. Yeah, he does get on base. He has a three fifty seven on base. That's going to be cheat points for you from the catcher position. Yeah, pretty sure. much. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's a cheap place to go. If none of the other ones stick out to you, I, I wouldn't blame it. He could get involved there and at least get some points. Has a, and, has a floor for you. And how do you feel about Sal Perez versus uh, Marco Estrada? Uh, he prefers to hit lefties, but Marco Estrada is prone to just playing blowing up, you know. So I I'd, I'd certainly don't hate that. I mean, it's a good guy to take a flyer against, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so I'd be fine with it. Um, first base, what are you thinking? Uh, first base, I- I'm looking obvious. Okay. Prince Fielder, Mitch Moreland. Okay, yeah, against good old Ian Kennedy. Yep. Yep, and that's uh, in Texas, which helps. Probably not going to be a great place for Ian Kennedy to go. Like, Probably see him fly balls. Um, yeah, he's a he's a fly ball pitcher going on the road to an AL park. Yeah, his, his home is actually he's been rough in San Diego this year, not on the road. Which he's is been hard. rough. He's been rough. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, do you have Joey uh, Joey Votto against uh, Phelps? I assume you like that. Okay, if you like Brian Pena, yeah, Votto's got to do well there. It's not a great park, it, but I think yeah, yes. Yeah, so if you have Brian Pena, I think you should have Joey Votto. Yeah, you can believe in that. Um, I have Edwin Encarnacion against Danny Duffy. Gonna be mentioning these Blue Jays all day. They like that lefties, and Danny Duffy is hittable. Not a great park, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Not for guys that hit that hard. Um, on the flip side, Eric Hosmer gets Marco Estrada. I mean, talk about a guy that has had a lot of faces. We're talking about Buckles. Estrada also can't quite figure him out. Um, Honestly, I thought you were talking about Hosmer there for a second. Oh, no. Hosmer has fluctuated a bit, but we kind of have an idea of who he is, I think. Um, He's not nearly as enigmatic as Estrada, Um, but I think he could do well there. Uh, I wrote Albert Pujols gets Mike Montgomery. Mike Montgomery has not come back to Earth yet. Uh, We'll see if and when he does. He hasn't yet, um, but Pujols likes to hit lefties. I said, and I think you agreed with me, that the Montgomery thing might just be a deception thing. Um, I don't think he's going to stay this good, but I don't know. Um, yeah, Pujols likes it lefties. That's in Seattle, but uh, Mike Montgomery should be able to take care of. And then my last first baseman is Adrian Gonzalez against Jimmy Nelson. Again, Dodgers stack that isn't a slam dunk against Jimmy Nelson. He's okay, but it should be able to do all right. I'm kind of surprised you, you, you didn't mention Yonder Alonso against Juan D. Rodriguez. I mean, yeah, usually it's I'm just trying to find a left-handed bat. I mean, do you think Wandy's weak against lefties? I'd have to. I'd actually have to look at the numbers before yeah. I... 
I'd, I'd make so that. I'm ignorant to Brian Pena, and your weak spot is Wandy Rodriguez. I think it's okay for us to have holes in our knowledge at times. Of course, if, if those right. are them. Actually, okay, Dylan. Believe yeah. it or not, Wandy eight three nine OPS versus left handed left handed batters this year. Oh man, that's okay. Yeah, if you're buying into that one year, he. I mean, he's also been a new pitcher. This is going to be a podcast where we talk about how so? consistent pitchers are. No, that's the point. Is that Dylan struggling with lefties now? Also, Wandy Rodriguez seven four two ERA at home this year. Okay, four nine five ERA in the evening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the the on paper Yonder Alonso. I don't know. I can't get excited about Yonder unless it's a Charlie Morton matchup or something. But you're not crazy. It makes sense on paper, and Yonder Alonso is not going to cost you much. So, um, yes, the no, I I'm giving that to you. Won't be in my stack, but I'm giving it to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good rundown. Uh, who did I miss for you other than Yonder Alonso? Any other first baseman you dig? No, I think I, we covered first base pretty well. Yeah, especially with two against Ian Kennedy. you got options at first base. <laughs> you really uh, do. All right, rundown who you got for me at second base. Second base, uh, one Daniel Murphy. Yes, Daniel. Uh, you know, he gets Chase Anderson. I'm, I have to, I'm sorry, Chase, so, I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's a bad matchup for you. It's a good matchup for Daniel Murphy. You're worried about Anderson against the Mets, or you're just like Murphy? Murphy, pretty much. It's, yeah. it's one of the few advantages the Mets have. Yeah. Right. The other one is, like, Lucas Duda. And uh, Lucas Duda's been cold, you know. But, yeah, Murphy himself could do just fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, who else you got? Uh, Jason Kipnis, obviously. Yep. Kipnis is good. He gets uh, Jesse Getting Hahn. Getting a po- possibly injured Jesse Hahn. Yeah. That would be a, a one to go after, for sure. With a, a balky elbow. So, yeah. that, I, I apologize to the citizens of Norwich, Connecticut, but... It might be a day to target Jesse Hahn. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can see that. Who else? Give me your second base list. I, I'm, I'm going to botch the first name. That's okay. Can I just say Odor? Yeah. Rugned. Rugned Odor. Yeah, it, it's hard for me to get my mouth around the Rugned. Rugned. Rugned Odor, yeah. I, yeah. He's... He, again, it's an Ian Kennedy stack. Well, yeah, and Rugned's been... He the Scooter Jeanette thing where like he was real bad. They sent him down and then he came back and was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. I know now how to hit again." And he has a way higher ceiling than Scooter. Like Odor's been awesome since coming back. I like it. He's super young. He has potential. A lot of people liked him as a sleeper. Like he should be owned in more leagues. He should be trusted more. I think that's a good matchup for him. I like that a lot. That's a good pick. Uh, it's it's a good actually pick I didn't have written down, but that's really that's I'm surprised. Yeah. I think I think it'd be a slam dunk for you. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm I'm dropping the ball there, but I like it. That's a good one. My my boss said that to me about a month ago. I dropped the ball. I'm like, no, you didn't. You just forgot. And relax. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is going to come crumbling down because I forgot Rugnetto Door against the Intendi. I think I think the the. the the, our lack of brain Pena and Wendy Rodriguez now is going to be our downfall before. Uh, yeah, we are, we are not, not flawless. That's okay. The only, really, the only ones who are perfect are Eno Saris and Paul Spore on the other side of this, on the, the other podcast. Yeah. And Jason Kled on Sundays. I absolutely. would consider them to be perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. Is that it for second base for you? Yeah, pretty much. Those are the, the three big names that I'm. I'm probably going to go with if I'm building a, a team or a yeah. DFS. I'm probably going to go with Odor. I think it's yeah, that's a good price. First up, I don't think that many guys are going to be going with him. I mean, I I hate to tell you this, I don't think our reach is so great that it's going to be like you know fifty percent ownership of Rubenet Odor to yep. you know on Friday. Um, but, yeah, more obvious is Devin Travis against uh, Duffy. That's just you know those Blue Jays are going to be popular. I think that's a good one. 
Howie Kendrick can be mentioned against Jimmy Nelson. Howie Kendrick hits both sides of the plate. It's a good lineup. He's in a good place in it. So. Obligatory Howie Kendrick mention. Yeah, and it's, you know what, it's almost always good. He would have to be up against someone pretty tough for me to not be in on that. Um, Jace Peterson goes to Colorado, gets David Hale. People kind of like Jace Peterson for good reason, but Brad and I were talking about on Thursday, his price has skyrocketed to where it's like, <coughs> I kind of like him, but I don't like him that much. Same with Cameron Maben. Cameron Maben's price in Colorado is nuts in some formats, and it's like, look, I think he's having a good season, but let's be real here. Like, he's not a top-level outfielder yet. Um... And then the Baltimore second base situation against lefties, either Jonathan Scope or Steve Pierce is probably going to get a start against Gio Gonzalez and uh, mildly interested in both of them. They like lefties, so I don't know. It's kind of a mess in Baltimore what's going on at second base, but one of them should have an intriguing start there. How about third base for you? Where, where, where are you going? What are you doing? Third base, if Chris Bryant is available in, in your DFS format, mm-hmm. I... You know, it's a 305 start. I don't know if they're going to... It's 305 for you. I guess locally also. Yeah. I guess. It actually, yeah, 305 locally as well. Yeah. yeah. So that's where it is. You're right. Pardon me. It is a 305 so, start. If, if, he, if you have a chance to put him in your lineup, I strongly recommend it. Are you, you know, going to make it to any of these games or are tickets too insane? I, I wouldn't go to Wrigley. Uh, are they only playing Wrigley or do they usually flip-flop, right? I th- or is it year by year? They used to flip flop. I don't. Are they doing a, a home and away series? A home, a home series and away series? You're the local one. I'm asking you. I have no idea. I don't. Oh, I, man. Do does like Wrigley pack it out and a lot less people go to the cell, or do they both sell out for that? Oh no, they both. Typically, historically, they've, they've both done both sides of town have done very well. Yeah. Let's see. Um. um I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. They do. They are doing a home and away. It's in August. It's August 14, 15, and sixteen. It, does USA. that interest you at all? I would rather go to the cell than to yeah, than you, the, you, you, honestly. You, you can't pay me to go to Wrigley Field. That's a that's a different discussion. Even though you lived in Wrigleyville at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I never, no, I, I went to one game. It was cards. It was a Cubs cards game. And I wore cards gear. <laughs> that's brutal, but pretty good. Um, so Chris Bryant gets your boy Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon continues to rack up strikeouts and has great potential, but. Still figuring it out. Still still getting straightened out. I'm a huge fan of Carlos Rodon, but I'm not a huge fan of him against Chris Bryant. I think Chris, Chris Bryant against the lefty, yeah. it's kind of scary as it is. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, that's the early one. What about in the later games, the evening later games? Later games, I'm, I'm going to roll out your guy, Luis Valbuena. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I know he was dealing with a toe thing, but as long as he's back in the lineup, yeah. I, I, he, played the, he played on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, it should be in. It's been yep. nagging, but yeah, I assume he'll be in there. He gets Erasmo. Yes. You like that? Yes. Yeah, Erasmo's been good, but it doesn't mean Valbuena can't take one out against him. He's another guy with some kind of goofy split. Here, let me, let me pull it up. You let hated me. him on the road. Was it on the road? Yeah, it's something like that. I don't know. He's been good. I don't know that I believe it yet. Erasmo's one of those guys where it's like, I've been burned so many times, I'm scared to buy in. Everything <laughs> says I should buy in, but... The thing is, he's he's been worse at night, and he's been worse at on turf. I don't know what's going on with him. He's interesting. Erasmo, the uh, enigma. He's he's got the reverse platoon play going, where he struggles against righties, and he's bad against lefties. I'm not. I don't find that. I think it's all sample size. I like, I can run into one. Yeah, absolutely. Especially against. Come on, it's Erasmo or Ramirez. Yeah. All right. Um, how about uh, Todd Frazier at your boy David Phelps? Yeah, you're going to pay through the nose for it, I think. But yeah, yeah not the platoon advantage for him, but he's still good. 
Um, the obvious one, again, Josh Donaldson gets uh, Duffy, gets Danny Duffy in Kansas, and, and him against a lefty is always great. You prefer him at home, but he's capable mm-hmm. of producing there. He just how hits. You, how do you feel about Kyle Seeger against Hector Santiago? Um, I like Seeger more against righties, and I think Santiago is a pretty good pitcher. I've said before I like him. I think he's under-owned. So um, I, I also really like Kyle Seeger, but probably not on Friday. Um, you're not crazy because he's really good, but it's probably not where I'm going. Um, do you like Mike Moustakis against Marco Estrada? Not really. Yeah. Estrada's, it's a wild card. He's, I don't, you know, it, it, with Moustakis, it's pretty much empty batting average at this point. So far, yeah. But, I mean, it's been good batting average so far, but you're getting one or the other. I and, guess. I mean, I, I, I mean. I, he's still like 25, 26, you know, but... He's got to figure out and do something. He's got to be over 25. I think he's 26 off the top yeah, of his head. Yeah, um, he's 26. Yeah. 1988, ooh. And then uh, David Freese gets uh, Mike Montgomery. And I like him against lefties. He's been a good lefty so far, and it's in safe co. But, again, I think that the bottom will drop out sometime, and it could easily be that start um, yeah. against the Angels. So, yeah, any other third baseman for you? No, we covered all the names I had. Okay. Yeah, me too. Um Help me out at shortstop. I wrote, okay. two. I wrote I, down two, and one of them is Starlin <laughs> Castro against Carlos Rodon, which is not going to fit most lineups. So, I, Dylan, yeah. I've, I've, gotten, I've, I've got a name that's so bad, you're probably going to, you're not going to want me back on the podcast for the second half of the year. You think so? Mine's pretty uh, under the radar as well. Who's your under the radar guy? You, you might want to hold your nose for this one, Dylan. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to go with the two obvious guys, then I'll get to my under-the-radar guy. Sure. I've got Elcides Escobar. Sure. Could you find against, against Marco Estrada. Against Marco Estrada. Yeah, if you believe the Royals are going to blow up Marco Estrada, and they definitely could, he'll be at the top of the lineup and a part of it. So A guy, a guy I believe in slightly less. Yes. Marcus Simeon against Danny Salazar. Sure. Yeah, Salazar has his issues. He likes to strike people out. but he, Yeah, he can have his issues. and He can have his blow-up game from time to time. Yeah, but Simeon actually does pretty well, you know, against random pitching. So, yeah. Yep. And my under the radar pick. This one stinks so bad that I think I have to go with it. Okay. Clint Barmas. Clint Barmas. All right. We're gonna give you this chance to explain Clint Barmas on Friday. Believe it or not, he's actually done okay against left-handed pitching for his career. I would believe it. Sure, it's a skill that would fly under the radar. Okay. Now. He gets Wandy Rodriguez in Texas. Yep. Assuming assuming he gets in the lineup, but I can't imagine that he won't. Yeah. I kind of like this matchup for Clint Barnes. I mean, so the thing here, when you're going that deep, and I like it, is you're going to save a bunch of money, and yeah. nobody else is going to pick Clint Barnes. So if you run into a couple doubles from him or some RBIs or something, like those are points nobody else gets. That's that's net game, basically. Um, Dylan, it's like you read my mind. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's It's... You know, again, you're not going to pay much for him. Um, yeah. No, you, that's, like you said, he's hitting lefties. They use him there. And you can see a world where the Padres, with a designated hitter, do well in Texas. You know, so. Nope, I don't mind that. Um, you're not crazy. It's stinky, but you're not crazy. Um, would you consider Anderton Simmons at Undecided in Colorado? Uh, undecided in Colorado has been decided. All right, Matt and I are 
on air trying to figure out what's going on uh, with the Friday schedule for Colorado. Um, it was going to be David Hale. He came in in long relief on Thursday, which is why it's now undecided for Colorado on Friday. That is good for the Braves. That is good for, I, I don't know, who are they going to bring up? Like, like They keep talking about John Gray, but I don't know if that's going to be an emergency guy on Friday or anything. I think he'll know in advance before he comes up. Uh, whoever it is, Andrelton Simmons, keep an eye on him. Obviously, don't set it blindly. But I've got to think, I, I think it might be Jorge De La Rosa. Yeah, figure out what's going on. If it's Jorge, that's great, because uh, Simmons likes to hit lefties. So yeah. keep your eye on uh, Andrelton Simmons at shortstop as well as other Braves. Um, we're recording on uh, Thursday evening, so we don't have that detail down there, but there could be some uh, some values there. Especially at shortstop, where you need some help. And Adelton Simmons in Colorado could be okay. And then in the outfield, where we have a little bit better idea what's going on, at least outside that game. Um, that first game, is there's still, again, I don't know if it'll fit your stack, but I like Dexter Fowler against Rodon. I had said the other day that he hits lefties well. And if you think they're going to do well, I like him at the top of the lineup. I like those leadoff guys in DFS. Uh, they can have good ceilings. Um, and Fowler has had kind of a tough year. has brought his price down. But he's still doing well against lefties. Denard Spann and Bryce Harper get... Uh, Chris Tillman. Chris Tillman is bad. It's bad against both sides of the plate, but especially lefties. So Denard Spann and Bryce Harper will do fine. I don't it's know. Great to, Harper, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to afford Harper, but if you can, oh. I was really sad the other day. All the people that tried to go Harper, Trout, and Bautista. Uh, kudos to all of you that did it and tweeted us your lineups. That was cool to kudos. see. Kudos. Yeah, but then Harper got rained out, which was sad. And then Trout hit two home runs, of course. So hopefully if you stuck with him, that went well for you. That was fun. If you can afford Harper again on this day, uh, I'd like it. Um, I also have Jay Bruce against Phelps. Again, taking that lefty against David Phelps. It's in Miami, which is fine, but Bruce has the power to, to be okay. Justin Upton gets Wandy. I mean, that's my favorite righty bat in the San Diego lineup. Him and uh, Derek Norris. And now Clint Barnes, apparently. Um, but worth attention. For sure. Um, well, if, you want, if, you want, just don't, if you want to be able to afford guys like Harper and Upton. Yeah, go Clint Barnes. Clint Barnes. I think we found the answer. There you go. Um, same same one. Uh, Jose Bautista gets Danny Duffy. That's another expensive one, but you want him against uh, against a lefty, and that'll do it. Um, it's a little bit of a turnoff because of the Royals' bullpen, which mm-hmm. uh, is pretty good all the way through. It's not just the end of it. They have a good bullpen. They got guys like Joe Blanton in middle relief, uh, and so if he comes in, it's it's not great. So the Royals, the Royals are frustrating because it's hard to pitch against them and it's hard to hit against them. Um, so it's not great for Bautista, but you wouldn't be crazy. Um, I mentioned I really like Hector Santiago, but Nelson Cruz loves to hit lefties. So Nelson yes. Cruz against Hector Santiago, that's when you want to go with Nelson Cruz. He's brought his price down a bit because he's cooled off. That's fine. It's not like I think he's like forgot how to hit or lost his talent. He just hasn't left the yard in a while. Um, that lower price is good to me. I like that. So Nelson Cruz, Mike Trout is part of the trifecta. You wouldn't be crazy. He gets Mike Montgomery, so it's another lefty. So the stars have aligned for Bautista, Harper, Trout again. But I don't love it that much, just based on the pitchers. You know, facing Duffy and facing Montgomery and where they're at. It's not my favorite. And then um, I like the Dodgers stack, like I said, against Peterson. Take all of them. Yeah. Peterson, Ethier, Puig will all do fine against Jimmy Nelson. It's not a slam dunk. There aren't a real, like, bunch of obvious ones I really like. My favorites might be Upton against Wandy and Cruz just because he's cheaper, even though 
Santiago is not bad. I don't know. I would be really tempted to try to do like a Harper Cruise up to Nutfield with Clint Barmas as my shortstop. Yeah, that would be interesting for sure. Um, I don't mind that. Um, any outfielders I missed that you liked? Yeah, I think we, we have to mention the Cleveland guys against Jesse Hahn. Yeah, you're you're up for picking against Jesse Hahn, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, you're you're, you're it's you're Mike, Michael Brantley in particular is the yeah. guy that kind of sticks out to me there. Brantley and Brandon Moss and David Murphy's having an awesome season, and nobody's talking about it. And he's been a, a weird guy with a bunch of splits that have moved around a bunch, but he's just having an awesome season. Uh, you would not be crazy to go with David Murphy at all. He should be in that lineup, and he can hit Jesse Hahn. So I hate to say this, I also kind of like Chris Colabello against D- Danny Duffy. Yeah, Chris Colabello waiting for him to stop hitting, and he doesn't that, stop that, hitting. So, yeah, Chris Colabello, you wouldn't be crazy at all. Uh, I mean, you just keep going with him until he stops, and he hasn't really stopped. So, yeah, Colabella's uh, fine there. Do, do we care anything about Jacoby Ellsbury now that he's back against uh, Clay Buckles? Um, I talked to Brad about this. You kind of want to see him run. Like, so much of his value comes from running. I want to see, like, the first two stolen base game or something from him and be like, all right, he's ready to run, you know. Uh, so once I've seen it, then I'm in. But right now, you could see him, like, trying to be careful with his legs at first. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Perfect sense. Yeah, so not yet. Uh, gotta, gotta wait and see it, and then I'll be I'll be ready for him. Um, yeah, any other outfielders for you? I think it's about it, no. I think, okay. covered, I think you, yeah, you, you, you hit on a lot of the names I had as well. Yeah, so. all right. Let's look at pitchers. I had plenty of them. It's actually quite a lot more pitchers than hitters, which is maybe why I didn't have as many hitting options today. There, there are quite a few landmines, though. I think, again, we we got to be careful today. Yeah. Do you like Lance Lynn at Pittsburgh? Yeah, they're I do. Ni- they're 19th in WRC Plus against righties. They're below average. They pitch well, but they don't hit that well. Um, the problem with that is he's opposite Garrett Cole. Yeah. So that could be tough. Um, Garrett Cole's an okay pick, but the Cardinals are above average against righties, so it's not a great matchup, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. You like Michael Pineda against Boston? It's in Boston. Not really, no. Yeah, they're 12th against righties, and flip side of that, you can get center buckholes, but they're, uh, the Yankees are 7th against righties, so mm-hmm. not a lot of great matchups in those uh, those games. Decent he, pitchers. He, actually, Pineda's been rough on the road this year. Yeah, he's uh, his peripherals are so crazy, though, his strikeout-to-walk numbers and everything. Oh, yeah, he's but, been ridiculous as far as that goes. His ERA should be like below 3, but it hasn't been. No. Um yeah. Okay. How about Salazar gets the A's? Yeah, I like it. It's. I mean, the A's can hit righties, but I don't know. Salazar's can be a landmine, but he also has a lot of potential. All those Cleveland guys strike out so many guys. They're setting some records as a staff for uh, strikeouts as starters. Do you like Noah Syndergaard against the D-backs? The D-backs. Yes. Yeah, Syndergaard's been good so far. He's, like, kind of living up to the hype already. You're kind of waiting for these growing pains. But he has good uh, peripheral numbers and his ERA and whip are low. Like, I don't know. He looks ready. You know, I'm I'm in. I've bought in. He may go through some uh, growing pains at some point, but so far so good for, uh, for Syndergaard. And the D-backs are about average against righties. How about our boy Colin McHugh, who has had a tough year. But he gets to go to Tampa Bay, and they really don't hit righties. They're 21st in WRC Plus against righties. actually really like that for Colin. Yeah, he's driven his price down, but he's another one who still has good peripheral numbers. Um, he should be better. Should be better he's, than he's been so far. You know, he, he's typically pitched better on the road than he has in Houston. He's on the road. We like yeah. that. And it's a good place to pitch, you know. Um, yeah, I think historically he's also been slightly better at night than he has been during the day. Yeah. 
So, uh, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm not scared of the Rays. We, we get this when the Rays have a good matchup and we're like, all right, who are you going to take from that lineup? You know, if, if I'm, if I'm building like a, a, a two man, you know, kind of pitching staff on, on Friday, mm-hmm. Colin McHugh, I think he's, he, he's a smart, like to pair him with like, you know, Madison Bumgartner, I think it's a yeah. great, I think it's a great play. Yep. McHugh will be, uh, should be able to get a strikeouts. You know, the Rays are just not scary. So I like that. I wrote Hector Santiago against the Mariners. They're 20th against lefties. The Mariners are kind of nosediving. They're not great, and Santiago's pretty confident, and they're below average against lefties. Yeah, I know yeah. I said I like Nelson Cruz against him, but that's about it. Like, Mark Trumbo's showing signs of life, but Mark Trumbo can easily go for four. He likes to hit lefties, but I don't know. Hector Santiago is very confident, so I could see him doing well in Seattle. Yeah. Um, your boy Mike Bolsinger gets the Brewers. Do you care about that at all? No. Not really. It's, oh, I don't. The Brewers have been bad in the first half, but they also have guys that like make you nervous. You know, they do. Yeah, they. And Mike Bolsinger makes me a bit nervous. Yeah, so that's that's not like a go hard, stay away, but it makes me nervous. There's too many other options. Um, and then we got to talk about Bumgarner versus Hamels in San Francisco. That's. Both offenses are right in the middle against lefties. Uh, Philadelphia is actually 16th against lefties in WRC+. And uh, the Giants are 15th. So they both have a pretty similar matchup uh, in terms of how that's going. And they're both pretty good. Uh, do you, like, favor one or the other there? I favor Bumgarner, and that's from I'd be betting. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know, it's to look out for Michael Franco and Cesar Hernandez. That's Anything that, Dylan. Yeah, basically. Bumgarner should be fine. He's at home, which should help. Um, but I don't think you'd be crazy to fade and go Hamels either. I think you would, because Bumgarner's been fantastic in the evening. Okay. He's, right. one, of those, he, he's one of like the few guys who actually seems to pitch better at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. It's, which I, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know, you know if I believe in that at all. It certainly comes into play in specific times. You remember the whole thing about how Jared Weaver was so good during the day at home, and it had to do with his delivery and, like, the rock pile waterfall in center field in Anaheim? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I do remember that. That has to do with, like, where the ball comes out of his hand, and at the during the day there's the waterfall and the rock. So, like, no, not all the time day and night splits, but, like, there can be times where it's a thing, and there's a reason why, and that was the reason why, and it made a lot of sense. So if you're seeing continued splits, maybe you don't know exactly why or where or what's going on, but, like, can totally be a thing. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I mean, Bumgarner's been good. I don't think there's a wrong answer uh, there. They're they're both pretty confident. Any other pitchers stick out to you? Pitchers to use or pitchers to avoid? Uh, at this point, pitchers to use on Friday. I Is it wrong that I'm kind of intrigued by Irvin Santana? No. I mean, against the Tigers a little bit, but the Tigers are feeling kind of punchless without Miggy. Yeah, they really are, and he gets to pitch against Justin Verlander. Yeah, who is bad. There's one. I try to look at the Twins, because I would totally stream against Justin Verlander. Where I the heck do you go in the Twins lineup? I couldn't find anybody. I did the same thing. I was like, yeah, Joe Mauer. Yeah, uh, uh, Eddie Rosario. Like, he's been bad. Like, I want Oswaldo Arcia back. Like, at least he has some pop. Um, yeah, their best guys hit lefties. You know, I like Dojo, I like Ploof, but you don't want them against a righty. I mean, they could, they could do fine, but you're paying the price. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Irvin, but I still think they might score some runs. I just don't know where to go. So, um, yeah, Santana's not crazy. I don't love it, but it would be probably pretty cheap. 
So that, that's worth mentioning, sure. Anybody else for you? You don't want Shelby Miller in Colorado, do you? I thought about it. There's too many other decent options, though. Yeah, it's Why true. would you take that instead of McHugh or Syndergaard or, you know? I would. You know, I really wouldn't. I Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Uh, let's take a peek at Saturday and Sunday. Uh, just gloss over this, see if anything jumps off the page to you. Um, we don't have time to go through all of these full slates, but Matt, on Saturday, did you, your, you know, eyebrows go up at anything? Yeah. Okay. Kansas City versus Mark Burley. Yeah. Are you off the Burley train now? Well, I like the measure for Kansas City. I think they, I believe they hit lefties exceptionally well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's exceptional. I have it right here. Um, they are, they're 14th in WRC+. Plus. Really? That surprises me. I, I, yeah. I, 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 WRC+, it, plus it, can be a little bit vague, but that should theoretically be close to their true talent. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they can hit. And Mark Burley's cooling back off a little bit. I mean, he had a good quality start streak going there. But I could see that, for sure. For sure. Um... What about these Atlanta righties we've talked about, like, in Colorado against Jorge De La Rosa? Assuming he goes on Saturday, because that's all messed up. That's where you want Cameron Maven, yeah? Yeah, the Johnny Gomes, Cameron Maven. Yeah. yeah, the price is up there. It's hard to be excited about Johnny Gomes, but if there were a day to take him... He hits this, lefties. He <laughs> used to hit lefties. He's not hitting much this year, but hey, like, if, again, if... If, you want me to pull the numbers? If there's a day to believe in Johnny Gomes this year, this, this is when it is. Uh, again, um... Yeah, I don't... Dallas Keuchel goes to Tampa Bay. Like, I'm not scared against against the Rays, are you? You should do awesome there. Fantastic match for, for, for Dallas Keuchel. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know. Anything else for you on Saturday? Sashi Iwakuma's back as the Angels, but he's also not that special. I don't know. I'm sad. Sashi Iwakuma is older than everybody realizes, and it's not surprising yeah. to me that he might be slowing down. You know? He's kind of sad. Yeah. Do you like... Any of the Marlins against Anthony DeSclafani? The Marlins I, I, are so much worse than people realize, too. I really want to bet against Ivan Nova in Boston. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, who are you thinking? Sandoval? Mookie everybody. Betts? Everybody? So, pretty, pretty much you could, you could name just about everybody, and I'd, I'd, want, to, I'd, I'd want them against yeah. Ivan Nova. And the, uh, oh, obvious David Ortiz day. Yeah, and the Tigers go to Minnesota to get Phil Hughes, and Phil Hughes has weirdly become a guy that you can stream against. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. I like those just it, fine. I also I also like some of the like goofier matchups on Saturday. Like you've got John Lackey versus AJ Burnett. How many times do you think they've pitched against each other? I bet you could look, but I'm not going I'm to sure right now. You could, and I'm sure it's a high number because yeah. it, that's a fun matchup. I like that. They're both pretty decent pitchers against middle-ish of the road offenses. Like, yeah, I, I, they're both interesting. I like Burnett. I've always liked AJ Burnett. He has the strikeouts. I, John, John, I I like John Lackey's game, but I, I can't stand him personally. So you know, oh, yeah. he, he, gets, he gets like permanent punch face. Oh, absolutely. Um, and right now the Dodgers are scored to get Taylor Youngman, and I think they're going to do fine there. They're going to score plenty of runs against Taylor Youngman, I would think, and the Brewers bullpen. So also, um, in in Wrigley, we have Chris Sale versus John Lester, which I I'm painting my face silver and black and headbutting and headbutting the walls until Saturday. Oh boy, I bet you are. <laughs> And then, uh, how about Sunday for you? Anybody jump off the page for you there that you would keep an eye on? I'm always keeping an eye on Matt Moore. Yeah. He has the talent to be interesting, for sure. 
I just I want him. To, I just want him to be good. He was such a big prospect. He was like ahead of Harper and Trout back when they were all in the minors. For some people, yeah. he had that kind of potential. Not that anybody really saw that Trout was going to do this, but like he was up there and had control problems and the injury, obviously. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, he gets Houston. That's a lot of tough righties, though. That's scary. It's not a good matchup for him. But I will definitely be checking that box score. Um, do you like Ruby De La Rosa going to the Mets? I, I kind of have to say yes, I think. Yeah, he's, I mean, had a bad last start out, but he's been interesting, for sure. Um, Felix Dubron starts for the Jays in Kansas City, so those are right-handed Royals guys could do fine. That's Salvador Perez, that's Lorenzo Cain, that's, you know, there, there's guys there that can do well, for sure. Dylan, we've got hot Kyle on Kyle action in Detroit and Minnesota. That's true. Kyle Ryan and Kyle Gibson, that is... I, I like the Minnesota bats in this one. Uh, yeah, that's Ploof and that's Dozier and that's Tory Hunter. If you still believe in him, not um, really. No, no. still. But but Ploof and Dozier, yeah, Kyle Ryan and Kyle Gibson. Then yeah, that's that's uninspiring. Uninspiring Kyles is what I would label that as. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Ugh. Ugh. Chad Billingsley goes to San Francisco. Gross. There's some matchups there. Um, yeah. Texas faces Tyson Ross, and the only, like, the worst guy holding runners by a mile is Tyson Ross. That means Delano DeShields and Elvis Andrews and Shinsu Chu and anybody else that can maybe steal a base for Texas can hit and run against Tyson Ross. So I would be, I would take uh, Delano DeShields that day against Tyson Ross for sure. Um, he's not great in general, but he's going to run, and that's what he does there. So. Also, we've got Johnny Cueto against... Miami, which seems like super happy. That's, yeah, you'll be paying for it, but it'll be it'll be a good one. I'm um, sure. Yep. And then uh, Kyle Loesch goes to L.A., so all those Dodgers, you know, lefties will blow up Kyle Loesch, I'm sure. So there's some stuff to pick from on Sunday for sure. Places to go. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Let's do some Field of Streams picks real quick, and right. uh, we got some catching up to do. We're going to start with Friday, a day we yeah. ran down. Um, yeah. But who stuck out to you, if you'd like to go first on Friday? Is a streamer? Yeah. Below <sighs> f- all these guys below 50% owned in Yahoo Leagues. I've really got to pick Chase Anderson. <laughs> yeah. Down, I don't blame you. Goes in, to the Mets. Other than he has to get out Daniel Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He the Mets are 28th against righties. I am super okay with that. I wrote down some other names. That might be my pick, too. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um... Carlos Rodon gets the Cubs, but they're fifth in baseball against lefties. We've noted they've struggled against righties, but they hit lefties, including Chris Bryant. So, pass on Rodon. The flip side of that's not bad. Kyle Hendricks uh, gets the White Sox. The White Sox, we know, can't hit lefties. They're down to 27th against righties. So, I don't think that's crazy either. In fact, I'm if I want to go different from you, I might go Hendricks, get some strikeouts. Um, yeah. Um, Mike Bolsinger gets Milwaukee. Again, we'd think that could be okay, but it makes us a little nervous. And then um, I wrote down Erasmo. Erasmo's allowed five runs in his past seven starts. He's lowered his ERA a ton. It's not a good matchup. I would grab Erasmo in any league where he's available. If he's sitting there on the waiver wire, pick him up. I don't know that I'm going to start him on Friday, but he is red hot right now. And the Rays have a way of making good starters out of guys. So pick up Erasmo. I don't. I can't quite take him there, despite how hot he's been. But um. I'm going to go Kyle Hendricks, even though Chase Anderson is a pick I totally endorse as well. Um, but those are two of the bad offenses against righties. 
So go Cubs on Friday. Or at least go Kyle Hendricks. I'm sorry, Matt. Saturday, Mark Burley goes to Kansas City. And he's been okay, but we already mentioned we're not nuts about that. Patrick Corbin's back, and he's not owned that much. Do you like Patrick Corbin? Yeah? Are you in on that? I I like him. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I I do, and I like this matchup for him. He was so awesome before he got hurt, and it kind of came out of nowhere, and I'm not sure he'll ever be that awesome again, but, like, he's worth attention for sure. Agreed. Yeah, he's under-owned. He's eligible for this contest. He should not be. Um, Mm -hmm. He needs to be picked up. Um, And then the last name I have, Kendall Graveman, goes to Cleveland. Uh, They're, again, not a great matchup. But I think, I don't know, he, he could do well. Kendall Graveman has allowed six runs in his past six starts, which is, you know, nothing. Yeah, and he has allowed seven scoreless in each of his past two. He's just, yeah, uh, Kendall Graveman needs to be owned also a bunch more, just like Erasmo. Um, and he gets, yeah, the Indians. So I might do that. I don't know. It's that or Corbin for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Red Hot Kendall Graveman who doesn't get a whole ton of strikeouts, but has definitely uh, been pretty hot. He's only 24% owned. That's pretty criminal. So Spread. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm taking Graveman. Are you taking Corbin or Graveman, probably? I was, yeah, it was, for me, it was between Desclafani and, and Corbin. I'm probably going to roll, I'm going to roll with Corbin. Yeah, I can see that. Corbin on his way, you know, back from injury, but could certainly be, be okay. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay. So, Corbin for you? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. And then who do you got on Sunday? Sunday's a little rougher. Okay. Just looking at the list, you get Manny Benuelos. I like Manny Benuelos. I don't like him in Colorado at all. No. No, no let's no. stay away. You got Andrew Heaney, who's kind of, kind of intriguing against uh, Seattle. Yep. They're 20th against lefties. They're not great yeah, against not, lefties. Not good against, you know, again, like, I think we, we talked about this extensively. Nelson Cruz is the one got to worry about there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of think Heaney's the right play. He's he's not. I had him written down. It's not bad at all. I mean, I, I don't really want to go with Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. I, I want Matt Moore to be good. I don't really want to own him or have him in a fancy lineup on Sunday. I, I think the streaming option is probably Heaney. Yep, yep. Uh, he's twenty. Yeah, he's been hot so far. He's a former top prospect. The dude has stuff. He has pedigree, and mm-hmm. the Mariners just don't hit lefties that well. Um, yeah, I wrote down Chris Heston against the Phillies, but he's 51% on. Just not eligible. Won't make it. And then, uh, Ruby De La Rosa against the Mets. Ruby De La Rosa allowed six runs in his last start, which was ugly, but he was hot before that. And he has potential, and it's the Mets. So, kind of like all these D-backs in New York this weekend. Um, I am close to going Ruby, but I'm going to take Heaney with you, because I think he's gonna, I think that's, that's the matchup. They don't hit lefties that well, and it's in Seattle, so... Um, yeah, I'm going with Heaney with you. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that should do it for us. That's a whole lot of DFS picks and a whole That's, lot of field of streams yeah. picks. Um, and only a little bit of confusion over the schedule and everything. Um, yeah. Uh, Matt, you got anything to add before we get out of here before the, actually before the all-star break, we we're talking about this. We're, we're yeah. off Saturday, Sunday, and then a week off of baseball just about. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll definitely be back next Friday when baseball comes back. We'll have DFS action for you. But uh, Matt, how are you going to spend your All Star break? I have no idea. Yeah. Probably. Do you Probably do you watch the Derby? Do you watch the game? Yeah. I'll, I, this year, I I really like the Derby format. I'm really intrigued to see how it plays out. Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give the Derby a chance this year. If it, if it sucks, I'll never go back. Yeah, but it's it's interesting for sure. It, I just like they're changing up the format. That's yep. it. It's so needed. Good. Change yeah. is good. Yeah. I, I'm much more pleased. With, you know, I'm much more happy with, with, with the bracket format than I am with 
the, you know, the previous nonsense where it was, you know, random, apparently. Yep. Yeah, and then, um, so when we recorded last year, we had a nonsense episode for the All-Star break where we talked That's about... Not, it was not a nonsense episode. It was a very important episode. We debated, action. we even drafted our favorite baseball movies. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. It was, okay, it wasn't nonsense, but it was fun. Um, if, if, you know, for listeners who, you know, weren't listening to us at that point... Yeah. Um, we we did an auction draft, not a snake. That's so we, right, we, just to make it more not nonsense. So we we, we had to like you know two turn, person auction. We had a two person auction, which we had to turn the nuclear keys at the same. We had to submit the bids at the same time. That's right. Fair. I forgot about that. That, that was, was outrageous. And and we we so built it up like it was like this like important event, and it was like this. Oh yeah, this is kind of not yeah. that cool. Yeah. It was pretty funny though. That was fun. We had, we had we had a good we had a good time with that episode. It was probably one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done together. So we've we've dropped the ball and we don't have anything planned for the All Star break now. But um, the good news is we'd like to hear from you guys. So we we draft we auction drafted uh, our favorite baseball movies last time. But uh, anything you guys have ideas for uh, for us to do a All Star break episode, we could do that uh, either on Friday when we come back or before that. Um, I'm not sure. We we might kick around some of our own ideas too. Try and get something out on Wednesday or Thursday for you guys. Uh, yeah, we'll, won't be we'll, DFS analysis, and we can certainly talk about DFS and fantasy, or also just uh, baseball shenanigans. So we want to hear from you, you guys. How would you feel about a, a DFS All Star team? Also a thing we can talk about. We can draft. Yeah, sometime in the second half, I want to start like maybe getting some more guests in here. Not only uh, fantasy experts, but like. Can toy with the idea of having some of our listeners on people that uh, want to talk about their DFS strategies and whatnot. I don't know. We got, we got some oh, ideas turning for a second half. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to have your neighbor on if possible. I want to interview your neighbor for our podcast. I don't know. So um, yeah, we'd love to hear any ideas you have uh, for our podcast here heading into the break and for the second half because uh, the truth is we hold the keys and we can have fun with it and we want you guys to have fun listening to it too. So. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is on Twitter at MattDFP911. And, yeah, uh, let us know how you're going to spend your break and uh, your thoughts on the Home Run Derby and whatnot. And, yeah, if you there's something. you have any ideas for us to do another even less nonsense episode for the All-Star break this year? Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? No, just enjoy your All-Star break. See you guys later. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.